He's so real today in my soul. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, oh, yes. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Then the glory revive us again. Come on, say, Lord, revive me again. Revive me again. From the word of the Lord that is found there in the gospel according to St. John chapter 11 and I will not be able to read it in its entirety but I am going to hit some portions that I will not perhaps read uh, in your hearing on today. Hallelujah. St. John 11 and verse 17 hallelujah I feel Jesus in this place thank you Jesus revive us again oh yes this is my prayer this is my prayer Lord revive again St. John 11 and 17 what does it say then when Jesus came mm -hmm. he found that he had lain in the grave four days already he now, had laid in the grave four days already four days already he had laid in the grave when Jesus made his arrival mm -hmm. Now Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, Read. about 15 furlongs off. Mm -hmm. And many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary to comfort them concerning their brother. Then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. But Mary sat still in the house. Martha went and met him, but Mary stayed still in the house. Put a pen right there. Keep reading. Then said Martha unto Jesus, uh -huh. Lord, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. My brother had not died if you had just been here. But I know that even now, mm -hmm. whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Read. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Read. Martha said unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at that last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. Mm -hmm. He that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Yes. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? She said unto him, Yea, Lord. She said unto him, Yea, Lord. I believe that thou art the I Christ. I believe that thou art the Christ. The Son of God. Son of God. Which should come into the world. Which shall come into the world. Thank you. Give God a hand for good news today. I want to talk today, I want to talk today from this particular story, and uh, I want to read there, verse 20, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him, but Mary sat still in the house, then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou had been here, my brother had not died. 
But I know that even now, whatsoever thou would ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus said unto her, thou brother shall rise again. I want to talk to you today for just a few minutes. If I could have your intellect and your prayers today, I would certainly appreciate that. I want to talk to you today from this thought today. What do you do in the meantime? What do you do in the meantime? Everybody shout that with me today. What do I do in the meantime? The word meantime, it means the period of time between two events. Between the current time and the time when something else happens. Meantime, it means the time spent waiting for another event. The meantime is the time that's in the middle. It's the time that's in between. Glory to the name of our God. One of the great challenges that we have as believers is waiting in between what God has said and seeing it come to pass. We know what he said, but when is it going to come to pass? And what do I do in the meantime while I'm waiting on what he said to come to pass? It is not that we believe that God doesn't have the power to give us the miracle that we need. But rather it is going through the waiting period until we see the manifestation. Yes, we know what the word says in Isaiah chapter 40. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. We understand that, my God, but Sister Gret, sometimes we still have a struggle in the waiting period. I wish I had some real saints in here today who would testify that I know what he said, Brother, Brother DeJure, but I have a problem with the waiting period. It's not that I don't have any faith. Y'all got to pray for the preacher now. It's not that I don't have any faith. It's not that I don't believe what God has said, but I have a problem with the, the in-between time. God, you got to help me. What do I do in the meantime? I have a struggle in the meantime. I believe the word. I, I read the word. I cherish the word. I hold the word to high esteem above anything else. But what do I do in the meantime? Sometimes we have a problem going through the process. Y'all know how it is. My God, uh, Sister Bree. Sometimes you can order something, something, you can order something, uh, uh, it can be a chair, my God, it can, my God, it can be a, 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 a some type of machine, whatever it might be, my God, and you want to get it put together so quick until you don't want to go through the process, you don't want to follow the instructions. We just start putting stuff together all kinds of ways. My God, and we get to the end and we wonder why, amen, amen, why we got two pieces. What, what, what are these two pieces for? And the reason why we miss those two pieces is because, Missionary McGee, we did not follow the process. 
It becomes strenuous. It becomes aggravating and frustrating when we are dealing with the in-between time. It's the process that builds godly character. It's the process that builds strong faith in God. It's the process that builds disciplines in our lives. So the process is very important. The process is very important. We need the process. The process, my God, is not our enemy, but the process is there to get us to where it is we need to be. It is not that God is not able to do it right now. Talk to me, somebody. But he wants us to trust him and take him at his word. Come on. He wants to take him at his word. He wants us to take him at his word. Give me a little bit more monitor. He wants us to take him at his word. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Glory to the name of God. Not only does he want us to take him at his word, but he wants us to trust him. Come on. Put all of our trust in him and put our trust in what he said. We got to stand on what God has said. I totally agree that God is a right now God. We sing God is a right now God. I believe that God is a right now God. But I also believe that he is a God that allows us to wait on him to bring it to pass. Tell somebody sometimes you just got to wait on it. Come on, tell somebody sometimes you just got to wait on him. Somebody shout hallelujah. Glory to the name of God. And that becomes our problem. That becomes the problem. The problem is waiting on God. Can I get a witness in here? Shout hallelujah. It was the summons that said in Psalm 40 and 1, he said, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. You got to wait and you got to wait patiently upon the Lord. Somebody shout hallelujah. I must admit that waiting gets hard sometimes. We believe in God to show up and to give us what we have been praying for. We have the tendency to look at others around us who are seemingly faring better than we are. Sometimes we feel that maybe we are not good enough for the miracle. Maybe we haven't prayed enough or it could be that God has not forgiven us for something in our past. Is the reason why I don't have what I am praying for. Just maybe, just maybe, just maybe. This is the reason why I don't have what it is that I've been believing God for. But my brothers and sisters, I must submit to you today that you are just dealing with the agony of waiting. Lord, help me through here. Somebody help me shout the agony of waiting. Y'all know how it is. You go to a restaurant and when they tell you that there's an hour and a half wait, you don't like that. Yee. You already know if I get to the table, if I can get in and get to the table, uh, I believe the food is going to be good. It's going to be delicious. I'm going to enjoy myself, but I just have a problem, Sister Eon, with waiting an hour and a half. Nothing wrong with the food. Nothing wrong with the service. But I have a problem with the wait. I wish y'all to help me preach. 
It was Alexander Rose who said, have the agony of living is waiting. Have the agony of living is waiting. Mm -hmm. Take that home with you. I understand that we want what we want and we want it now. But I must tell you that God has his own timetable to deliver you. He has his own timetable to deliver what he has promised to you. We pray right now, Lord, right now, Lord, right now, Lord. The Lord says, I hear you. He says, but I got my own timetable. <laughs> Somebody shout hallelujah. He said, I got my own timetable. I got my own timetable. He said, I know you want it now. He says, but you ain't ready for it now. If we would be honest about it, if God had given us the things we asked him for, the moment that we asked him for it, we would have messed it up by now. We got to go through a process. It is the process that conditions you to be able to handle what God is trying to give you. Somebody shout hallelujah. That's what happens sometime early in life. Amen. Sometimes young people, they get too much early in life and they don't know how to appreciate it. And they mess it up. They blow it. All gone and they don't even know where it went. You know why? It was because they were not ready for it. It was given to them. It was handed to them. But they were not ready for it. And I believe that there are some things that if God, amen, had given us those things, the moment that we asked for those things, we would have messed those things up by now. Look at somebody and tell them waiting is not all bad. Psalm 31 and 15 says that my times are in your hands. My times are in your hands. Somebody shout hallelujah. My life, my future. My destiny, my times are in the hands of God. You don't control that. God controls that. He said, deliver me from the hands of my foes and those who pursue me and persecute me. I want to encourage somebody today that God is going to do what he said. Tell somebody down your road, God is going to do what he said. You're just dealing with the meantime. Everybody shout the meantime. Now the word meantime, the word mean, amen, amen. Uh, 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 the word meantime, and you look at mean, that word does not have a negative connotation. That word doesn't have a negative attitude. Like you tell somebody, you mean. Ah, <laughs> uh, but meantime, it means in the middle. Glory to the name of God. So what do I do in the middle of what God has said and waiting on it to come to pass? Say amen. We're just dealing with the meantime. It is the time in between your prayer and your answer. Shout the meantime. 
You prayed and you're waiting on your answer. In Daniel chapter 10, Daniel prayed and my God, he expected God to show right up in a hurry. They went back again and talked to God again and he said, what is going on? And the Lord told Daniel, he said, I heard you the first time you prayed. Tell somebody, God heard you the first time you prayed. So you just got to deal with the meantime. And he said that the king of Persia, the king of Persia, the king of Persia has been holding up your answer. And he said, I had to send Michael, the warring angel, to go and to fetch your answer. I came to tell somebody today, my God, that God got some angels that's going to fight for you. He got some angels that are going to bring you your answer. The angels, they are messengers of God. They carry out what God tells them to carry out. And God has some angels that's going to work on your situation. Help me shout in the meantime. It is the time in between the prayer and your answer. Not only that, but it is the time in between your promise and your manifestation. I know what he promised me. I know what he promised me. God is not a man that he should lie. Neither the son of man that he should repent. If he said it, he is going to do it. If he spoke it, he is going to bring it to pass. But what's going on, you are just dealing with the meantime. The meantime is the time in between your sickness and your healing. He was wounded for my transgressions. He was bruised for my iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes we are healed. He said, I am the Lord that healeth thee. Is there anything too hard for me? So, the meantime is the, is, is, is the time between your sickness and your healing. I came to tell somebody today, just because you have not received and seen the manifestation of your healing, it doesn't mean that God is not going to do it. Stop allowing the enemy to make you feel like God is not going to do what he said. God is going to do everything he said. You're just dealing with the meantime. You're in the middle. You're in the middle of what he said and what he's going to bring to pass. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Glory to the name of God. Not only that, but uh, uh, the meantime is the time in between your lack and more than enough. How many of y'all know that he is Jehovah Jireh? How many of y'all know that he is Jehovah Jireh? Woo! My God shall supply all of my need according to his riches and glory. I'm just dealing with the meantime. Look at me now. Look at me like you want to look at me. That's all right. Talk about what I don't have. I might be in a little struggle right now, but that's all right. I know what God said. I know what God promised. And I'm just dealing with the meantime. I'm just dealing with the middle. But you haven't seen the end of this thing yet. God is going to do just what he said. Somebody shout hallelujah. I came to tell somebody today, praise God, that everything belongs to God. The silver and the gold belong to him. Come on. The cattle upon a thousand hills belong to him. I came to let you know that whatever you need, God already got it. 
You're just in the meantime, you're just in the meantime uh, of lack and more than enough. The meantime is the time in between the prophecy and the fulfillment. Somebody shout hallelujah. Believe in the Lord your God and so shall it be established. Believe his prophet and so shall you prosper. It was not that the prophet lied. It was not that the prophet missed it. But I came to let you know you are dealing with the meantime. That's the time that we don't like to deal with. We want to go and say that that was a false prophet. It didn't come. No, I came to let you know you're dealing with, uh, uh, come on somebody, the meantime. Sometimes when God speaks, uh, oh, I can't get no help through here. Amen. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen tomorrow. Can I get any help in here? He told Abraham, you're going to have a son, Abraham. But it took him 25 years to have Isaac. Tell somebody, God is not on your timetable. He has his own timetable. Somebody shout hallelujah. Brother God, boost me up a little bit. Boost me up a little bit. The meantime is the time in between being single and married. Y'all don't really talk. That's the meantime. That's the time in the middle. Everybody else is getting married. I don't know what's wrong with me. It doesn't mean anything's wrong with you. It could be what's right with you. Say amen, somebody. God could be preserving you. Come on, somebody. From stuff that will mess your life up forever. God made you a promise. If God told you that one day you're going to get married, you got to hold on to what God said. That's because everybody else is getting married. Everybody else is doing this. Everybody else is doing that. It doesn't mean it's your time to do it. Lord, I wish I could talk today. I wish I could talk today. Somebody shout hallelujah. Brother Carl, I'm still waiting on you. So what do we do in the meantime? It is necessary that we amplify this text today by looking at these two sisters, Martha and Mary. We need to look at them there in Luke chapter 10. We will find that the spirit of these two sisters that is exemplified in our text on today. In Luke chapter 10, around verse 38, uh, you find something like this. Now it came to pass that as they went, uh, that he entered into a certain village, and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house. Now this is the same Martha that we're talking about in our text today. Martha and Mary, amen, the sisters of Lazarus, the friends of Jesus. These are the same sisters. But I want you to see something today. The same spirit that they have in Luke chapter 10, they have the same spirit in John chapter 11. One thing about it, folks' spirit don't, 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 don't change too much. Your spirit don't change too much. Y'all don't like me. You can put them in different situations, but it's the same spirit. You take them from the front desk and put them in the back room. Still the same spirit. (laughs) 
Somebody shout hallelujah. I want you to see something here. And she said, uh, she, uh, she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet and heard his word. But Martha was cumbered about much serving and came to him and said, Lord, do thou not care that my sister has left me to serve all by myself. He said, I want you to make her come in here and help me serve. Say amen, somebody. So what do you do? What do you do uh, in the meantime? It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. It's right here. We talk about Martha because she was the one that liked to work, liked to do stuff in the house. She wanted to make sure that everything was ready for Jesus. She wanted everything to be in place for Jesus. She wanted the house clean. I can't get no help to here. Because Jesus was coming, she wanted everything to be in place. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. So the Bible says, praise God, uh, and she had a sister called Mary, which also sat at Jesus' feet. The first thing I want to tell you uh, that you're going to have to do, amen, my God, while you're dealing with the meantime, you're going to have to stay at the feet of Jesus. Tell somebody, you got to stay at the feet of Jesus. You got to have some personal time with Jesus. You got to have some daily devotional time with Jesus. Say amen, somebody. Uh, glory to God. If you're gonna, if you're gonna deal with the with the meantime, if you're gonna deal with the time in between what God said and God bringing it to pass, you got to spend some time with Jesus. Don't wait to Sunday morning to read your Bible. Don't wait to Sunday morning to pray. But this must become your lifestyle. Y'all don't like to preach it. I said it must become your lifestyle. Don't let a whole day go by and you haven't said anything to the Lord. You haven't prayed. You haven't cracked your Bible open and looked at a verse. Come on, somebody. So Mary, she wanted to stay at the feet of Jesus and hear his word. That's what she wanted to do. She said, I just want to be around Jesus. I just want to hear what it is that Jesus has to say. Ooh, glory to God. So number one, we got to stay at the feet of Jesus and we got to hear his word. The Bible says in verse 40, but Martha was cumbered about with much serving. In other words, Martha, my God, she was just serving, serving, serving. She was going overboard serving. Come on. I came to let you know, praise God, amen, we cannot get so caught up, caught up in serving that we don't have any time to spend with Jesus. I would pray, but I got to do this. I would read my Bible, but I got to do this. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Glory to the name of our God. I came to let you know today, praise God, uh, what Martha was doing was important. But I also want to let you know that what uh, Mary was doing was important also. Next thing I want to tell you, when I look at these two sisters, they got the same spirit in Luke chapter 10 that they have in John chapter 11. They have the same spirit. Glory to God. Mary is hanging around Jesus. Martha is working. 
The next thing I want to tell you that you're going to have to do, praise God, in the meantime, you're going to have to keep serving in ministry. You can't stop serving in ministry. Amen. You're waiting on God to do something for you. Come on, somebody. You can't go somewhere and hang up your hat. You can't do like the children of Israel. They hung their hobs up in the willows. Talk about how can we sing the Lord's song in a strange land. My God, it was not singing the song in a strange land. You had put up your instruments. Somebody shout hallelujah. Tell somebody in the meantime. You got to keep serving in ministry. You got to keep walking for God. You got to keep doing what you are doing for God. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah today. Glory to God. The Bible said, but Martha was cumbered about with much serving and came to him and said, Lord, do thou not care that my sister has left me to serve alone? Now she, she's pouting. Come on, she's having a fit. Talking about, I'm, I'm out here doing all this by myself. My God and my God. And here it is. Mary just want to be around you. And I'm doing all this work by myself. I don't have anybody to help me. Make up, come help me. When God has given you an assignment, listen, you do what he told you to do. Don't worry about nobody helping you. You do what he, do what he told you to do. When the Lord told you, he already knew it wasn't going to be nobody but you when he told you to do it. <laughs> oh, I'm talking good today. Somebody shout hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, thou art careful and you are troubled about many things. He said, you are worried and you are troubled about too much stuff. Say amen, somebody. God don't want us to be worried and troubled about everything. Somebody tell God, thank you. Tell God, thank you. Then in verse 42, but one thing uh, is needful. He said, Martha, I see what you're doing. He said, but one thing is still needful. He said, he said I, I appreciate what you're doing. You want everything to look good. You want everything to be good. He said, I appreciate all of that. He said, but there's one thing that is needful. Stop worrying. Stop worrying about everything. Somebody shout hallelujah. Then he goes on to say, and Mary has chosen that good part which shall not be taken away from her. And a lot of times people read this particular scripture and they say that Mary had the good part and Martha's part was not good. That is not true. What Martha was doing was important and what Mary was doing was important. He was just trying to get Martha to see that, listen, I know, I understand what you're doing and what you're doing is a great responsibility, but what Mary is doing is important also. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. So number one, I got to stay at the feet of Jesus in his word. Number two, I got to keep on serving. Uh, in the meantime, somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. Then we go to our text today. We go to our text today. Glory to God. I want to let you know, praise God. The Bible declares that Lazarus had been dead now for four days. Glory to God. And just to look at that situation, you would think that this is a helpless situation. And Bethany was nigh unto Jerusalem, uh, two miles before you get to Jerusalem. 
Many of the Jews came to Martha and Mary. They came there to comfort them. Glory to God. Uh, but I want to let you know, praise God, the Bible says in verse 20, I want to show you this same spirit. The Bible said, then Martha, as soon as she heard that Jesus was coming, went and met him. I want to let you know, Jesus had not made it to Jerusalem yet. Uh, he was on, he had not made it yet. He had not made it yet. He was on the outskirts of Jerusalem. Somebody tell him thank you. Uh, but she went and met him. She wanted to make sure that he got there properly. Oh, glory to the name of God. She wanted everything to be in place. But the Bible says, here it is, Mary sat still in the house. Mary's still in the house. She won't come out the house for nothing. She is still in the house. And I don't believe she was just in the house, but I believe she was praying. I believe that she was praying. I believe she was talking to the Lord. Somebody tell him, thank you. Glory to the name of God. Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now, whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. The third thing I want to tell you today is when you're dealing with the meantime, you got to keep the faith in a seemingly impossible situation. It looks like there's no way for you to come out. There's no way for this thing to work out in your favor. You've been waiting on God and you've been waiting for a long time. But still God has not brought this thing to manifestation. I want to tell you today, you got to keep the faith. Look at somebody and tell them you got to keep the faith in an impossible situation. Uh, I like what Martha said. Martha said, Lord, uh, I understand. I understand that if you had been here, you probably could have done something. And my brother would be alive. But she said, listen here, that even now, I know he's dead, but even now, I believe that whatever you ask God, she said, I believe that God will give it to you. Somebody tell the Lord, thank you. Jesus said unto her, thy brother shall rise again. Thank you, Jesus. And I want to tell somebody today that maybe you are dealing with a dead situation. Seem like that there's no life in it. Seem like it is gone. But the Lord told me to tell you today that in the middle, in the midst of what he said, and you're waiting on the promise to come to pass, he told me to tell you that you got to keep the faith in an impossible situation. And I want to let somebody know today that God specializes in things that seems impossible. And he's able to do what no other power, nothing but the Holy Ghost power is able to do. Why don't you holler down your row and tell somebody that in the meantime, you got to keep the faith it's no time for throwing up your hands and throwing in the towel. It's no time, no time for quitting and giving up on your promise. But if God said it's going to come to pass, you got to say, Lord, in spite of what I'm going through, I yet believe what you said. Tell somebody, neighbor, in the meantime, you got to keep the faith. I don't 
care how hard it is. I don't care how dark it is. You got to keep the faith in the meantime. Can I get a witness here? And the Bible said that Jesus, he began to tell her that I am the resurrection and I am he said if you can only believe this you will see your brother again somebody say yes so the bible said that jesus began to inquire he said what i want y'all to do i want y'all to show me show me where you lead him glory to god they said jesus he's been dead now for four long days thank you jesus jesus said all i want to know is where you buried him yes lord so the bible said that jesus he went to the grave and the bible said he began to pray to his father he began to say lord I know that you always hear me, but because of these who are standing around, I want you to hear me one more time. Somebody say yes. And the Bible said that Jesus began to cry out with a loud voice and said, Lazarus, come forth. And the Bible said that Lazarus got up out of the grave with gray clothes on. And Jesus, he told the man, he said, loose him and let him go. I came today to tell somebody that God is getting ready to speak that what's been dead he's getting ready to speak to that very thing that you prayed about and you felt like it was not going to come to pass I want you today to holler down your row that my miracle is coming alive my promise is coming alive my dreams are coming alive everything that God has said every word that God has spoken over my life is going to come to pass tell somebody I'm going to live to see it happen I'm going to live to see it come to pass I came today to tell somebody it's your time and it's your turn in the meantime you got to keep on praising God in the meantime while you're waiting for your healing while you're waiting on your miracle while you're waiting on your breakthrough you got to give God a praise you got to praise him like it's already done you got to praise him like you already had it you got to praise him like God has given you your breakthrough look at a neighbor and say neighbor I came to tell you that in the meantime it doesn't mean that it's over but in the meantime is a waiting time and the Bible said that they that wait I wish
upon the Lord shall renew their strength. I came today to tell somebody you got to rise up and get some strength. Get some strength. The devil been beating you down. The devil has taken your joy. The devil has taken your peace. But he told me to tell you this is the season. You got to rise up and get some strength. The joy of the Lord is my strength. Say it. Somebody shout yes. Is there anybody in here today that realizes God is the strength of your life? You've been crying. You've been walking the floor. But he told me to tell you that they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They're going to mount up with wings as eagles. They're going to run and not be weary. They're going to walk and not faint. Is there anybody here that's ready for God to do the impossible? I came today to tell somebody that the God that I serve, he's able to do the impossible. He's able to make it right. He's able, able to fix it. He's able to heal. He's able to deliver. He's able to turn it around. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shout yes. Shout yes. Shout yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I know you've been saying long. I know what you promised, and it seems like everybody else is getting their promise. But it seems like you have forgotten about me. But he told me to tell you, hang on in there while you're waiting on your miracle. While you're waiting on your healing, you got to find, you got to find, you got to find, find a praise on the inside, you got to find, find a word on the inside, and when you look around, you're going to look around, and your miracle is going to be right there. You're going to look around and your breakthrough is going to be right there. See it! Tell somebody in the meantime. In the meantime. Uh, in the meantime. Martha and Mary, they kept doing what they were doing. Mary kept worshiping. She kept worshiping. She stayed at the feet of Jesus. Martha kept working. Martha kept working. Hallelujah. Not only that, but Martha and Mary, at the end of this thing, in the middle of this thing, before God raised their brother from the grave, hallelujah, I want to let you know 
that these two sisters kept the faith. You got to keep the faith. I said, you got to keep the faith. I don't care what it looks like, you got to keep the faith. I don't care how you feel, you got to keep the faith. Stop talking about I'm going through this and I'm going through that. You got to keep the faith. They kept the faith. She said, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. She said, but even now, ooh, even now, in, listen, right in just what you said, right in the midst of what you said, right in the midst of what she said, if you had been here, my brother would have died. If you had been here, Lazarus would still be here. We wouldn't be going through this if he was here. She said, but even now, we're right in the middle of this thing, even now. You didn't show up. If you go up, go up a few verses, you'll find that Jesus told his disciples, he said, I'm glad I wasn't there. Just so y'all could believe. He said, I'm glad I wasn't there. I believe sometimes God doesn't show up the way we want him to show up is because he wants us to get some strength and to get some faith in him. He said, for your sake, for your sake, it was good that I was not there. Somebody shout hallelujah. Shout hallelujah. And I came to tell somebody today, listen, you're right in the middle of what God has promised you. And while you're in the middle, you got to stay at his feet. You got to keep serving. Don't become so discouraged until you want to, don't want to serve. I'm so tired of people talking about I'm, I'm through with the church. I'm sick of the church. Well, listen, if we leave the church, y'all, where are we going back to the club? So where, where are we going to go? Where are we going if we leave the church? That thing done jumped on me now. Where are we going if we leave the church? Where are you going? Peter said, Lord, if we leave you, where can we go? You got the words of eternal life. While you're waiting on God in the middle of what he promised and having it in the meantime, in the meantime, what you going to do in the meantime? I'm sick and I believe that he's a healer. I'm sick and I believe that by his stripes I am healed. And I don't have my manifestation yet. What are you going to do in the meantime? What are you going to do in the meantime? I believe that God is a provider. But I have lack. And I'm right in the middle of lack and more than enough. What do I do? In the meantime, what do I do? I don't stop serving God. 
I don't leave God. I don't leave the church. I don't leave the ministry. I don't leave working in ministry. I don't do that. Because if I leave God, the alternatives ain't good. If I leave the church, the alternatives are not good. Find yourself drinking again. Find yourself smoking them funny cigarettes again. Bad company corrupts good manners. So if I leave the church where folk are trying to do what's right, and I go get it with some folk that ain't trying to do nothing right. They ain't going to do them but corrupt me. Here it is now. I'm cussing like a sailor. Say amen to somebody. What do you do in the meantime? It's right in the text. Right in the text. The spirit of these ladies never changed. <laughs> I said the spirit of these ladies never changed. When I was reading this, when I was studying this, worked on this thing by the week. And the Lord said to me, he said, he said watch the spirit of them. I said, huh? He said, folks, spirits don't change too quick. I said, okay. He began to show me. He's going to Luke chapter 10 and you'll see. You will see that Martha is working, 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 serving, serving, serving. He's about, I want you to watch her spirit. That's okay. He said, now she's working and she's doing good, but she's aggravated because her sister won't come in there and help her. Dr. Hudson. She was trying to act like wasn't nobody doing nothing but her. I'm the only somebody up in here doing nothing. Ain't nobody else doing nothing. I'm the only somebody doing something. Jesus, make her come in here and help me. <laughs> Don't that sound like some of us, y'all? I said, doesn't that sound like some of us? somebody I got the clothes shout hallelujah okay she was complaining she was working but she was complaining she was serving but she was complaining okay what was Mary doing Mary was at the feet of Jesus that was her spirit that was her spirit she was at the feet of Jesus. At the feet of Jesus. She was in the presence of, presence of the Lord. She was in the word. She was in worship. She was in praise. She was in meditation. Jesus said that she had chosen the good part. But it doesn't mean that your part is not good. We need Martha's. And we need Mary's. We just don't need Martha's getting upset because Mary won't come help. 
Y'all with me? Y'all with me? Now, so Stephen, look at that spirit. Watch that spirit. You see that spirit in Martha? She worked hard, but she fussed. She works hard, but she fusses, complains. Okay? When Jesus shows up, when Jesus shows up, first thing is, hey, Jesus. Now, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. See that spirit? That's that same spirit over there that's fussing about our sister won't come in the kitchen and help her. That's that same spirit. She was fussing in Luke chapter 10 and she's fussing in John chapter 11. Same spirit. While she's fussing at Jesus talking about if you had, not, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. Mary's doing the same thing. She in the house. She's in the house. Mary was in the house. In Luke chapter 10. She's in the house in John chapter 11. Tell somebody, tell you, you have to watch the spirit of the thing. Ooh. So what do I do in the meantime? I'm going to stay at his feet. Keep hearing his word. I'm going to stay in devotion. I'm going to stay in worship. I'm going to stay in praise. Then I'm going to keep serving. Keep on doing what I'm doing. Trying to help somebody. Trying to get somebody straight. Trying to get somebody on the right track. Trying to encourage somebody. Trying to lift somebody. I'm going to keep on doing what I'm doing. I'm going to keep serving. Then the last thing I'm going to do, and I'm sure it's some more, but this is just, this is just my little message. Third thing I'm going to do, I'm going to stay in faith. I'm going to stay in faith. Stand on your feet, everybody. Come on, get on your feet, everybody. I got to get out of here. <laughs> got to get out of here. Got to get out of here. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What do you do in the meantime? I'm waiting on God. Seems like he ain't coming through. What do I do in the meantime? I just told you what to do. And I'm telling you, God is going to show up. He's going to do what he said. Stop complaining. Stop complaining and fussing with God. We're on God's timetable. He's not on our timetable. We're on God's timetable. Thank you, Jesus. We're on God's timetable. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. What you going to do in the meantime? What are you going to do in the meantime? What you going to do in the meantime? I believe the prophecy, but I haven't seen the full, full, fulfillment of it yet. What am I going to do? I just told you what you got to do. Somebody tell him thank you. Come on, lift those hands to God today and say, Lord Jesus, I thank you.